0: Wake up in the morning, after the weekend, to get an update on the NIL. My legal counsel. Wake up in the morning, after the weekend, to get an update on the NIL. My legal counsel. It's of the week and scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about a urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel. Coming at you live on a Friday afternoon, the 4th of March. We are at the, uh, the home of the very first... FM radio recording broadcast in 1974. Uh, we're in Alexander Street, Crow's Nest. Uh, we hired the studio out for this monumental event. You've actually recorded here before. Uh, Jack and I are in person for, the, for only the second time ever, third time ever. Yeah. Pub in Melbourne here at the studio we had to hire. And we're back for season six. We just worked out that we've had six seasons, uh, six full seasons. This will be our sixth full season. Generally, what we do is, this is going to be a long show. We potentially will break it up into two parts. There's been a lot of research done. We've got the table Stock of Beers. We're ready to go. It's 5 o'clock on a Friday afternoon. We've got our fantasy draft tomorrow. Shout out to the CRI. What does CRI stand for again? Uh, Something racing. Colourful Racing individual. The uh, uh, Identities. I don't know what race Colorful there, identity, which was the way that police re- described basically like those bank robbing tricks that like. Yeah. Use, I think so. A, a colorful race of identity. It's like a book here. Uh, anyway. But since it's actually a science, why did the FM uh, frequency only come in the 70s? I. So, the uh, radio was all about the wavelength from that. So. FM, you, you can't get into in the valleys, right? You notice know, that so when you go like to, um, you know, yes. especially in uh, the back, you know, anywhere in the country, New Zealand, you can only get AM. Yeah, so it's got a high, it's got a very high frequencies, but You can get down, that's so why you can listen to like cricket. But why did they, it's definitely got better, it's got better sound, um, yeah, it's got better quality, doesn't it? But is more, it gets through, it gets into those dark valleys where you want to listen to cricket somewhere some while you're fleecing or you're, or shearing. We're at the hallowed turfs of the studio here at Alexander Street, Crow's Nest, so it's a special place to be kicking off the season. What we normally do is, as I said, this will be a long episode, we're going to go through every team, lots of pre-work's been done, we've got our top eights, we've got our top fours, we've got our premiers. Now last year, I haven't gone back and looked at the show, but I think we picked the grand final, we both picked, no, sorry, didn't I say manly? Yeah, I think Mavis. I said Penrith, but I think I said Penrith over Melbourne. I said Manly Rabbits. So we're close enough. Yeah. yeah I mean... As but Tom Weld was a little later like his documentary back in, so we're calling our shit out. We've used never to call great calls, like the one I just listened to before about me about Meredith Smith. So, Jack, we, we went through a couple of old episodes and we checked. Just click on a random episode of 2017. It was Tim Maide Martin's debut, and that's why his picture was at with the episode... And it talked about a young North Queensland hooker, Brandon Smith. So good league knowledge. You've always been a big fan of his. We both have. We're in person. We are, um, we're talking the preview of the season, the 2022 season. Before we do, huge impact, um, on many, over 50% of the players at the moment in our Polynesian descent. And they lost. The original Trailblazer. Would you call him that he was the Trailblazer? Olsen Olson, Filipina. Half Māori, half Samoan. Yeah. So he actually talks to both um, the indigenous New Zealanders and the Pacifica players. One of the first Trailblazers came out from New Zealand, played in Australia. He's got an incredible story. You've read his book and you want to just have a little bit of a, just a cap on because he passed maybe two, three weeks ago. I don't know a lot of listeners. We probably don't know a huge amount about him, but, um, yeah, so uh Olsen started his rugby league at the famous comedy East uh Hawks Club in Auckland, which, the man, which is the Man Whites Club, he's then in one thing. Uh no, Ruben was over who leaves. Um so yeah, so he obviously passed away. So his story was in the mid to late seventies he dominated the Auckland Club rugby league scene. Uh Carnival Park, Muddy Fields. Like, this is um, this was a different Auckland back then. This was before Roger Knox and stuff like that. This was, there was a, someone sent me a photo, uh, you know, a pub crawl through Auckland, CBD, and like, Knox me eight. And there was literally pubs on every corner. Yeah. Now like, there's probably two or three. It's not that city. It's not that sort of city. So it was just a different. It was really a piss-up, ramped sort of city. Olsen got spotted, I think. I think it was New South Wales, uh, Redside, came over and played, uh, Auckland and um that were uh, they were really impressive when I mean, he came over to Sydney Praker for Balmain. Now you say it's a trailblazer, I also think I think Henry Tartner uh, may not get all the kudos he should do because Henry Tartner was in the seventies. So he was a goal kicking prop for the San Diego Dragons. But I guess Olson was the way he played his football, uh the average Aussie vote stood up and took notice because he was just playing with flat boys a mixture of power and flair. Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is it fair to say that he was one of the original proponents of rugby football? We're based the show. That? Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. So he went to Balmain, and obviously, you know, people can see his talent. There was no doubt about it. But as I've been on, seen on the, I've said on the show before, having played league in both New Zealand and Australia, I put the difference down to. New Zealanders, if you, play, if you play rugby league in New Zealand, you play out for fun. There's no money in it, there's no, uh, like, you don't get all the... It's a sitting class, it's a fair game. It's guy. a family game, yeah, you know, you, can, you play it a lot and all that, that's acceptable. Rather, you sort of play it, you might be good at it, you might be able to make some money and get respect speak from the business community. League you just play out for the fun, because you don't get all that stuff. Aussie, you get here and it is a business. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when like, I played for the pre-season, I was like, fuck, these guys are hard out, like they wanted to be pros. Mm. You know, it was just, yeah. So, Olsen came here in that different culture. I think he he struggled with Josh. I mean, he was used to, like, training, being uh, well letter around the over, like, in touch, uh, which was the famous quote from you and the Ray war, really. But, yeah, so, and he, so and the old, I mean, most of you guys will know about this, but obviously, I think it was Frank Clyde that was the Bellman coach, and look, uh, Ultimately, one of the things, so but he didn't do the say so the one percenters that Frank got. He dropped it down the reserve grade. However, he was always first picked for the key, because back in those days, and Rui Harry, you'll remember this, a lot of us will remember this. We we didn't actually have two quality. It wasn't something only the, the two last 10 years; we were picking guys from reserve grade. Yeah, Chris oh. Nalino, Louis picked Chris Naniu after two first grade games. Quite a lot of people couldn't pick Two proper first grade no. NRL halves. No way. It was always even benefit to see my little Nigel Bugging Yeah. So it was even worse than the 80s. So we picked him out of um, first grade Was second resume, all the time. And he always when really he put on that black and white jersey he grew another other legs, they say he was phenomenal. You know, the famous uh, game in eighty five where he you know, he outplayed in Wally Norris, who was a gold. I was gonna mention one. that one. Yeah. The 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 thing that I've I was blown away by I've just read excerpts of his book and the racism that he, you know, the, the calls that he would get from the crowd and, and just suburban Australian grounds, suburban Sydney grounds. And just, uh, I guess he's one of the only people I've really heard talk about it at the time. And I'm sure that many of the Indigenous Australians. Yeah, probably the content of Europeans and stuff that came over, too. Yeah. It's just amazing that he went through that. And I'm sure it weighed on him a lot. Um, but the pioneer for, I think, what the Polynesians of this current um, era look up to him is the, the way that he played, and he was broken from the He was a big, burly six. Yeah, but he was Wally Lewis's build. Maybe the bigger, no, bigger. He was thing. stockier, bigger wideouts. So, but he would chip and chase. He and and throw the ball around, and he was. If I say, athlete. if I say, so probably the most man players and people were and all that, mm. but he, he was probably the first uh, worldwide contact sport person. He got famous on what we call the Lomu. Yes. And if I say, oh, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, well, that's that's for the Philippine event. That's a Philippine event, is It's a shunt. So something's it's called a shunt. A shunt. That's on Joe Lomorangi, yeah, actually. Yeah, the they, the, yeah. A bump, a shunt. We just call it long exactly. Well, we Don't also call it the side, so Like oh, You've got lots of space in the but you just go straight through the middle. Exactly. Right. Philip Liner, um, another great thing I was reading about him was a couple of things that stood out for me was his tennis games against R.D. Yeah, he's a like hey, he's tennis like, that. Like, <laughs> just, you just never see combinations on the tennis no. ball, and especially ones of his side. so <laughs> But I mean, this is Tim you listen to this he how a, a, much rugby. talent is there in the Polynesian He's an amazing athlete. The other one that, um, I think someone wrote on a Facebook post or something, and he used to be, he was a garbage Yeah. Man, which, right. um, all the rugby, all the Devils sport, the contact sport players were garbage men back in the day as well. So when I was little. He I, was sport, sport. I, I, used to, I used to want to be a garbage man because all the contact sport. Players, and they all ended up playing for the New Zealand Conference 14. But Philip Miner was a garbo to the day off. And he used to come and he used to interact with the kids and he used to just be such a personality. Just goes to show you the type of character he had all the way through. Someone yeah. who has pre- uh, achieved such high level in such a tiny niche in life, yeah. but went on to have just a long career, again, making people big And I mean, look, we. Love rugby for many things, but I think that's still, and it talks to a extent, I think that still happens, is that seeing sort of a hero on a local ground, suburban ground like Live Car, and then him doing your rubbish collection, like right? that is, like, I know you like your NFL and stuff like that, but that's not going to happen in America, is it? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the romance of our sport. Yeah, absolutely. And Alfie Langham pestering our mate's old man and the Sunshine Coast, um, <sighs> trying to get him out for a beer. Um, that's the romance <laughs> of rugby league. Yeah. have legends of the game, just kicking <laughs> yeah. around yeah, yeah, with yeah. the average show. Um, R.I.P. Olsen-Philipina. Another one passed last week, Wayangatui-Gamala, was oh, a okay. contact sport player, sadly yeah. passed. An, an incredible league player for uh, well, yeah. Wigan. Actually led the Samoan Revolution rugby league. He actually led the... Tom, Samoan um, no. Revolution rugby league. Yeah, but I mean, league, you know, he actually so he chose players more. Awesome.
1: After going through, I think, a number of years where
0: we didn't pick players. Yes. We, we got couldn't it. pick players because Wigan wouldn't release them. Yeah, yeah. And then he got to the point of the World Cup where he was actually leading that and um wanted to shout at him and, and again, a pure contact sport player but an absolute athlete, Joe and Derry died on the same day. Yeah. So insane. So start off with some bad news, but anyway, rest in peace those three guys. We're here to talk about the seasoning and we're going to make some big calls. We're going to make some bold calls. We've got our rights. We're going to go through it alphabetically. Jack's already got the second beer. I'm halfway through. So that means that there's going to be, uh, there'll be a few, you know, there'll be some sounds of cracking beers. So you're just going to sit back and say, oh, you should be cracking a beer. Hopefully this will be posted on Saturday morning. Not Tama uh, Wells if he's on a, uh, a combine harvester. So, riding on a combine harvester or horseback in the regional New Zealand. Um, shout out to, you know, um, I want to shout out to special, uh, we've got a lot of feedback in the north, uh, of England, um, asking for the show to come on. Obviously, we're passionate ladies League, Highland, and that's the lead heartland, really. And a few Ukrainians sent a few messages about they want to hear yeah. us because they're getting down the hatchet. So I think any- can give them a little bit of pleasure out there to every small corner of the, the world, um, which I know that we've got a number of, uh, a number of different landscapes that we touch. First things first, so I'm, I'm, I've done my research, okay? Right. I know. I've got a regular league week at the airport. You've got the lead. But what right? about those uh, days? We, we used to do lead trips in there, and it was like an unwritten rule. You had to pick up a regular league week at the airport. I mean, I've probably told this story before, <laughs> but when <laughs> I was at school, uh, one year, and, and I went through probably a couple of years of being a real bad, not bad kid. years. Not, no, no. Well, before I was ten, right, okay. and I remember at one stage teachers didn't know what to do with me, so they just let me build a rugby league scrapbook. With I bought rugby league, yeah, league, league me. I bought rugby league weeks to school to Island Primary, and I just built a rugby league. I cut out my paper <laughs> pictures oh, 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 and amen. glued them with a glue stick to a um, you know. What cool. yeah. yeah, I remember one specific image on the front page was. Been by a colleague's mum after or that bleeding yeah. place. So you a big I was a huge fan. Yeah. Yeah. I read his book My Love in Football a number of, a number of times. We're going to start with the Broncos and I'm going to go through a few things. I'm going to read out the team list. I'm going to read out the odds. I'm going to get stuck in. Um, we'll look at their uh, their chances for the season. The Inns for the Broncos this year, Adam Reynolds, Luke Cape the Ghost of Brinkley, Billy Walters, oh, yeah. Ryan James. Didn't they know. That's that. the one that'll be will sneak up on him. The Outs, John Asiata, you wouldn't have known him right most. Xavier Coase, Anthony Milford, Brody Croft, Daniel Levi, Alice Glenn Time. Twenty twenty-one, they were seven and seventeen. So Last year, a terrible year for them. They were 14. Basically, the Cowboys, they only run over the Cowboys by 40 points for 40 games. The talent, who I'm going to kind of pin this year down to, and, and who's going to be on the back of it, with is obviously Reynolds, Katoni Sags, uh, Tessie New, Jordan Ricky, Patrick Corrigan, Haas, Selden Kolo. Yes, yep. I know you're in Selden Kolo, okay? To win the Comp 26, top eight $3, one of our, um, one of the key things I think this year for, for the Broncos is can, can and will can Tony Staggs play six? How will his combination go with Reynolds? I went through the Broncos and I almost had, I almost did a 360 on the a 1A, 1A a should. Yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes, sometimes I really like them, but I go back down to one thing, which is probably the thing that's hanging over their head the most, and that's Kevin Wallace. If they had a better coach, the talent that they have, the advantage that they have in Suncorp Stadium being Brisbane one-town team, they can probably, under a better coach, be a team that's around that six and seven months. Yeah, well, I've got them, mate. Really? I've got them, mate. Because that, that team, and I, and, and, and I think you said well there, Rihari. You know? The one. This is the Brisbane Broncos we're talking about. It wasn't ever action last year. Uh-huh. There is a team of city of two million people. That is their only to end. Before if they don't get their act together before the Dolphins come in, they could be really on the back foot. So if I see them coming back this year. Um, What's the key yeah. to them making the act? What needs to happen for them to make the act? Well, I think Reynolds is safe. That, um, and then it's just in terms of. Just those combinations with uh, Reynolds, but you see, and yeah, this is what I'm saying, if they get some momentum, they've got players like Brandon Piacura, mm-hmm. Piacura, sorry. Uh, he's going to be a so he, superstar. He's basically like a next generation, which is crazy because the guy's so young. But he's talked about in the same conversations as your Tinos and FFEs in terms of that, and with that age. Yeah, people well, it was probably more say, Bill. Yeah, so we keep this, you know, if we're listening in 2027 in our 12th year, I'd like people to remember, I mentioned Brandon Beaker, it's going to be I think TC Robarty is another guy. Says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Capewell is a big signing, but they need, they need more Capewells, but they've got Ryan, they've got Ryan James starting, who's just not that guy anymore. They've got guys like Corey Pate starting, Albert Kelly is in the halves. Because that's, uh, and that's and the that's, first yeah. couple of weeks, Albert Kelly's in the halves. Now, are they going to play Statics at six? If, if what I'm reading... I don't think they need to. Well, they're playing Billy Walters, and then it just goes back to Kevin Walters. Like, you're a fucking idiot. you've got Adam Riddle's there. Yeah, so. but you can't be playing Billy Walters and get it twice in and Albert Kelly. No, game okay. Game. It's, it's fucking it, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. They've lost the fucking fans already right there. Does Cobo start here New? Because New is well, New is New's in June, three weeks. And Cobo, if you love League, you can see the way he moves. It's almost a uh, young David Peachy sort of uh, uh, rhythm. So, look, well, he can be that kid. Uh, the kid from Sherbrooke. Because he's Sando. Sherbrooke. So, it's an indigenous uh, uh, community town, whatever, you know, reservation town. What's the name of the channel on the other side sort of the river? Anyway, point us that if you know the answer. I'll uh, tell you came from there. It was Gavin. Miller? Cooper? Grant. Cooper, Cooper, Cooper. I have the Broncos' teeth. I also see a universe where the Broncos are the rabbit. Now, every year we talk about the rabbit. Yeah, yeah, so, George are our favourite rabbit every year. Yeah, but they true. are. Six and one to the start the season, but you know, has been yeah. really missing the out. Now, they've done that a lot. And Miriam McGregor was the ultimate rabbit coach. Yeah. I see a universe where the Broncos are the rabbit this year. They start well. Everyone's talking about Reynolds. And then potentially it's a bit of a car crash. Reynolds has a hammy. Yeah. Kevin Morris has a Kevin Morris. Yeah. So yeah. loose origin, then, boom, they lose players at Origin. And then I can see people talking about them getting overtaken by the, by the, um, by the Dolphins for the next year. Yeah. So there's a, it's a huge... They've got, they've lost some talent. Reese Walsh, David Fafita. They've lost his big name talent. They keep Staggs, and I think Staggs but I have is such deep. Staggs is an incredible player. It, I just don't think he's. Why is he, Ask you. Big injuries. But is that a worry with him? Well, I think he's, he, he gets injured a lot. Um, window update. The window's closed. Because this is going to be a feature of oh, every it, team. It, uh, the window means the Premiership window. Yeah. Now, a Premiership window is a portal of time where they can win the Premiership. And with that team there, they can't win it. So I'm going to say close. What do you say? It's close. However, someone is walking over there with the idea of unlocking it and opening it. So are they one big name away? Uh, they could win it in three years. Yeah, I think that they're down to like many teams in our in our game. A, so, it's close, I it's, it's close this year. Look at someone's walking woods it. Th- th- there's a few players in the NRL right now that go to any team and they and they have the window open. Like if a Cleary goes to name the team, the window's open. The dogs. Yeah, I think nah. Cleary and Burton in the house of the dogs, well, they I, have that open. I, it's so hard, for you. but then they it they, they bring other players, don't they? Okay. So Broncos Look, 26 bucks to win, 3 bucks for the top eight, not bad. Don't mind that. Probably one of the more polarizing teams in the comp this year. And, again, probably one of the ones I struggle with the most. Canberras. Um, Oi! They have ends begins this year, but Jamal Fogarty, Adam Elliott, Peter Holler, Nick Cottridge has come back. Still very young in the cottage. Out is George Williams, Ryan James, Siri Lalley, Bailey Simpson. CSO Leone retired. Yeah, it was under. Yeah, someone saw him in all the other week. Curtis um, Scott, Dunans Louis. I've lost some of those real Bailey type guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2021, they were 10th. Um, never could get it together. What never happened there? Never I could get know. it. Together. it was, so, okay. if you look at the ladder from last year. It was a real window closing. Well, uh, remember the, the last two rounds, okay? Uh, so, the Titans, the Sharks, and the Raiders all finished on 22 points. Um, the Raiders just had to win one of their last couple, and they, and they fucked it. They, they should have been the team that made the game. They were. The talent that they're going to build around, obviously, you know, these are their household names. Wighton, Papali, Tapine, c I think the emergence of Emre Gula, I think this year. Have yeah, you his mum? No. Yeah, she's quite attractive. So, you, are, you obviously got a few skills and uh, talents in life. One of them is uh, immediate family of. This is not his This is your mum. No, I don't know. I've it to mum as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know his mum. He's a, is he Turkish descent? Turkish descent, yeah, yeah. So, he's got a good bunch of knows on that. But, yeah, I like it. Very, very nice. So. Notes I've got here. Yeah. No George Williams. For me, this is this is what I'm scared of on the Raiders fan, So no George Williams, right? So you've got okay. Foggity in there. But this means that you're turning the team completely over to the combination of Jack White and Hodgson. For me it's like going back in time. You're actually going backwards because you're giving a guy who's past his prime, who's past yeah. his peak, who's been really injury injury leverage uh injury ravage. Ravaged. He's only really in the public eye because he's got a contract with Fox Sports. Yeah, yeah. We love him, Manchurian. Yeah, Manchurian. Manchurian, but he's fucking not a good rugby league player. And you're going to have him being the centre point of your attack. He runs the ball way too much. Yeah, I Josh Hodgson and Jack White, who I admit I've had to do a, a 180 on at different times in the past. That is not a recipe for success. That's not a recipe for a team that I'm to get behind, and I do not like the Raiders this year at all. Um, if I'm looking at, you know... Well, they're not those other ones. Why are they going to talk about it at the spoon? That's a bowl call. That's, that's a vocal. You know call. That's why Paul was called, maybe, for the show. But I think... Well, let's explore that. It could have been a well The thing about rookie, if you talk about the rabbit, what's the opposite oh, the tortoise? They could be there in the all-in-five. So, worst-case scenario is they are the tortoise. They're 5 So, you know how last year when yeah. Manny yeah. were all and 4 we did not fucking... We did not... We were new we, yeah. we did not down there yeah. once And you can fucking Check the yeah. fucking Receipts last year On LC. We were there They're um, the other us This year They don't get out of it mate. Ricky had a fucking go At how many players Last year And I saw I saw a press conference This year And said, hey, how does he Have a fucking In his bonnet That the Raiders Are hard done by It's true like, just don't fucking get it. He's already saying that The Canberra Raiders have already been. Have you seen that fucking quote? Yeah, 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 yeah. uh, Ricky. I know so many, there's so many good Raiders people in my life. Dean yeah. Haydos, yeah. Henry Bud, uh, Damien Pashby. Look, I, 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 I was the fucking Raiders fan, I understand. But the biggest issue is this club has a noose around their neck. It's the nepotism of Ricky Stewart. It flows from the furnace. They've yeah. got to get rid of Stewart. But who is the next coach? Alan up? Is he, is he doing 20s or something? I don't Do know? know. No, it's actually uh, McFadden. Andrew McFadden no, is yeah. oh, and We know about it. He's not good. He's not good. Kevin, what a shit name. The worst that would I think on the positive side, okay, they had an incredible 2019-20. They lost a grand final. But will they be remembered for the Ghost of Edge Lee? Yes. The Storm <laughs> no, was So Matt, their window... It was like the biggest French bay window you've ever seen. Gorgeous window. It was a gorgeous, beautiful view. And then, indirectly got tagged and, and didn't see it was, like, a, you know, you walk through the window and you can't see it. And then they had to fix it and they had it, and it's just. So that was 2019. I think that was 2019. No, it was pretty The was 20 that was? Twenty sixteen. No. no. Good it be. goes to Edrick Lee was it not twenty sixteen. It goes to Edrick Lee was twenty sixteen. Wow! That was what it was. I know it was. Wow, so that's having a Storm fit coward. That's it. that was when Storm lost the sharks. Hang on. Yes. No, that's Edric Lee was the sharks back then. You're gonna give No, 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 no. no. <laughs> The ghost of Edge Company when he was on the outside and yes. he had to record he dropped yes, it. Yes, against the two. I was Mick Daly, Ryan Cribb, Huey and Penny at Tarami Gallo at the Royal Stadium. They made the grand final in 2019. <laughs> Roosters beaten for the back to back year. Yeah, this morning. Yeah, yeah, we're in the, the sixth 2020, another good year. Lost no, to no, the, but the they Roosters. They, they, out of the they, Simi. Simi. they beat the Roosters ECG the semi, didn't they? Tapanai, the Tapanai game. They no, them? they lost it. Yeah. So they lost it at Suncorp They went up there. They had to play Storm at Suncorp and got blown away because they played their game the night week before against Roosters, Roosters at ECG. Correct. You were there, Tapanai. The Tapanai game. Chance to go at in a seventeen games in 2021. Now, yeah. for me, if he starts, okay, so we're gonna talk about um talk about teams. CNK Kotrich-Croker, who was a fucking cadaver at the stage, yeah. he was a dead body. <laughs> Sebastian Chris, Albert Hobawadi, now that's a side that I'd like to expose. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah quite, on that side. Exactly. Jack White I now Fogarty's in new. Brad Schneider. I have never heard this cunt's name (laughs) in my life. I've never heard his name before. Oh, my God. Josh Papali, who won it out last year. You saw it in his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Josh Hodgson's a dead man walking. Mate, so are you now standing with these spinnies? Yeah. Joseph Tappanay, oh, I mean, whose he, mumsy he was fighting with Ricky Stewart last year. Yeah. Hudson Young, who started off in prison, oh, he got he's exposed. Yeah, yeah. Back exactly. the season. Here's he a guy. say, he no, got exposed. Elliot Whitehead. and but so what's, what's Elliot Whitehead now? He's like, um, he's like Jack Turbovich who's without a famous brother. He's like, like, that, um, he's like Josh Jackson's long lost brother right now. Just a couple I mean? of white fucking plotters that have just passed their time. Yeah. And now the city. Hey, so... Ryan Sun has to start through, and You've got Corey Haro and Naira and Emre Gula. You've actually got some really nice... And Tom Sala. You've got a nice bench. They need to freshen up. So that loss of that's a huge loss. Fuck off. Mate, he's good. He's fucking trash. We know has gone. Jordan Rapana is actually out. Yeah, the yeah, out yeah, makes the he quality. makes the team look a yeah, lot more yeah. deadly. Quote. Qual- Quite. And that's why I just... I, just yeah, I, can't, the I can't settle on the ratings. I can't. I have them in 11 tier, but I have them in a tier, a 14 tier, which I'm going to expose that. I've got them a little missing the eight. They are the odds this year uh, to win the comp. They are sitting at $23. So they are the ninth favourite with the tag. Where have you got them? Uh greatest yeah. uh, 14 to 16 record. 14. Wow. Jeez. That is um, that's insane. That's a, that's a big call. On to the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Big ins this year. Josh Adocard, Max King, Matt Burden, Brett Naden, Matt Dufty. How many fucking Mats do you want? Paul Vaughan, Tevita Panoi Jr., they've been the most active club in the off-season. They've signed a shitload of players. Out, Nick Meaney, William Hopalati, a favourite of the show, Anna Malia, Christian Crichton, Dylan nava Last year they were 3-21, they were 16. The talent, I guess, who they're going to revolve the team around is Josh Adokar, Matt Bird and Luke Thompson, TPJ. And i a big fan of Aaron Sheep. I like him. Big fan. One to watch out for. Who I was doing a little of research off season. Bondi. Baby Bondi over. Yeah. As in, he you, mate. Well, I just saw enough there. Do you like Jaden No, I don't like Jaden K. He's better than you think though. Yeah, he's better than I was just thinking. He's better than you think. There's nothing, like, there's nothing much to like yet. They, they are, for me, the same team as last year because they have lost Cottridge. Like, you, you've got to understand that. The dogs aren't going to get this front foot. Like, Matt Burton's not going to be able to make too much of a difference yet. They go forward. So, going. yeah. It's, it's not going to be there. You've got... And Enno yeah. you know, is already... I don't, I, don't know, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about trials, but I think Enno you know, Carr is more interested in his homing Let's drop baby. Is it Let's try? Yeah. I think that the dogs. Now, off season, it's not the dogs. The dogs are going to be a side in two years or three years that they're they're building. They have to get. um, They have to do something uh, to keep building that team. But they've got the worst player in the NRL currently scheduled for a wing spot, and Jaden Oh, Matt Duffy. Matt Duffy is one of the worst fullbacks in the game. Like, if you actually. Go through the fullbacks and rank them 1 to 16th. He can't tackle. He's 16th, isn't he? He couldn't get a job. He's 16th. Yep. Yeah, I tend to agree. So when you say he's the worst fullback in the comp, like people are like, that are tournament about Matt Dufft, he's a signing. He's so the worst fullback in the comp. Aaron Should Aaron Schubert. Oh, like You him. call it nice. no, a on. I never really have liked Brett Nader, so I'd be interested to see him. Drink water? Who's painted? No, they're painted Fidday. Fido. So, yeah. so Fido, I guess and Dufty can talk about Fidday. Um five Alexander Street. Cousiness. Uh jo- Josh Josh at O'Carr. Josh is ordering beers here. What do you want? What are you fu- what are you trying to do here? Order some beers? I, oh, yeah. I've got some more at the end. I've got some more in the fridge at the end. Oh of course it. Oh well, we'll do it in a sec. Okay. Chill out. <laughs> ah. you, you're not concentrating. Yeah, no, Matt you. Burden and Jake Averilla. Oh, He is I, so I, bad. He's, Why not he he's not good at that. He's not good at that. He's a good centre-all on that back. Why are you he's playing in the halves? It's great. right you see a good player and you're like, oh, they need to be in the halves. I don't like that about the Josh Averillo, Luke Thompson, Jerry Marshall, King Paul Vaughan, TPJ, Jack to who I like, he's just never going to the field. Yeah. What do you think of Luke Thompson? The rugby league world is split, I feel like. Like, he came over with a huge rap, then got slagged, he got dropped, but then at the end of last year, I felt like he came on again. When you sit with him, Poor oh. man's Josh Graham, Jay Graham, Jay Graham. I think he has too much weight to not speed with. He's just a bit bulky. Is it's, it's unfair because he's a ginger that's dyed as hair blonde from the north of England that he gets compared to James Graham. He be. He's not a ginger. Yeah, he is. Really? He's, he's one of those gingers that dies their a hair blonde. They're trying to cover up what they are. They're daywalkers. Daywalkers? That's <laughs> what they call them once. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? They call them daywalkers. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I've always that funny. Um, the window for them is closed. Trent Barrett, first coach fired. Question mark. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it does end up the I just, Trent Barrett couldn't get a team with Abby Coruscant at the nine, at nine, both Drabovich's fit and healthy, David Cherry Evans. He couldn't get them. He had them 14th place. Um, he's the worst coach. But he's good mates for people. I just want him to keep the job because if we see anything like that, would well, he like oh,
1: loose yeah, yeah, in the yeah, first yeah.
0: conference? you like that? It's yeah, the greatest thing yeah. of he's oh, He stresses the trial. <laughs> There's nothing to like it. 2023, they'll get a kick out. They'll probably get a couple more. Bam. Um, it's rotten from the inside out. Yeah. My bold prediction is that Matt Bird becomes like, oh, maybe he's just a guy in a Panthers lineup. Maybe he isn't that guy. I reckon he becomes. Maybe he's just Michael Buten. I reckon he becomes Trent Barrow. What, amazing. But, doesn't do anything, like, doesn't anything. Bar, oh, no, It doesn't win anything. Barrow's a phenomenal player. I know, you know, but, so, but, he also some shit teams. I have the dogs overperforming, finishing so 13th. Now, the bottom four is fucking horrific this year, but it's very clear to me and they are in the bottom four. So anyone from 13, 14, 15, 16 can finish there. Okay. I right the dogs at the top of the litter and 13th, which is a very good season coming for 321. Yeah. But they've oh, got to get a coach. I've oh, got um last No, for a bit. 15, 15. 15. yeah. Fair enough. Can you last for a bit? Yeah, we've got one more. Yeah, one more change for a bit. This one's going to... Uh, this one's, this one's, I would say, the hardest team to rank. I've just said that three times. I'm just <laughs> repeating myself. I've said that man, the Raiders and the Bloggers already. Yeah. Honestly, genuinely think like I, I had real trouble with the Sharks. Inns, Gail Finnegan, Matt Kuvalu, Cameron McInnes, the forgotten man of the NRL, and Nico Wines. Matt Kuvalu is the exit industry one. Outs. Oh, Fitzgibbon loves it. Outs. I think Matt about it is a terrible player. Outs. Sharon Woods, Sean Johnson, Chad Townsend, Will Chambers, Josh Dugan, and McDonald. So they've got rid of this fucking nooses around for from salary perspective of Chambers and Townsend. Johnson's on big money too, so they've cleared a whole heap of salary. But they probably ended up with Fanu and the Hines. But I, I feel like the Sharks, this is probably the year before the year for them. Yeah. Like, I just feel like they have cleared a huge amount of cap. They'll probably clear for figure at the end of this year who's another massive contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sure if this is last year. This is the talent note that they have. This is when I started to like get a little bit excited. Brendan Haman um, Urelli, Nico Hines, Sioni Katoa and Ronaldo Moltella. They're just 2 try tri-scoring freaks. Uh, uh, both. Bubba Kennedy, who yeah. surprised everyone last yeah. year, Jesse Raymond. Right in the corner, well, I think we would be better under um, Craig Robinson. He's, I think not, he's an underrated. I think he's one of the most you know, He, used to right, he we, England should be able to deal with one of the most underrated players. I think he had a terrible season last year. But it's because he was dropped a bit. Yeah. I think Fitzgibbon now I remember Fitzgibbon what he did to Frank Paul and Sally. changed his career. I think this is, he, he did this a lot with uh, Polynesian players, Frank for Bruges. He huge on diet, he's huge yeah. on lifestyle, he's huge on um, you know, just training, he's yeah, being yeah being a professional footballer. Yeah. So there's going to be some guys here that come out and the and I reckon Brandon Hammond Urelli Ooh. and Nicora, a couple of those guys. And you are picking the, the Fafita songs, the Renaissance yeah, Fafita. I think I the Fafita, I just had an eye on the, the trials. The Fafita songs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm a fan of it. I am all the way in all the way on the <laughs> well, I think he's gonna have a good year this year. Well, because it's all. Yeah, as you say, he'll tell him the expectations. And I think he you know, I think he's been that better than stuff, his body's it's the irony of sports lead sometimes. When you spend so much on the field, your body actually's getting better. I just felt I saw something in his eyes of that indigenous game. I just saw something, I and I think he's had a good off season. I love yeah, he, He's what about the hit he put on for Newtown last year? It's one of the most dog acts we've ever seen. It's, it's horrendous. <laughs> That's sort of why we like him. I think we like the feeder more than the average, the average league punter. Yeah. there's a. He's got like of those leads. I don't even mention Toby Rudolph, who I genuinely yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I see Cameron because I've got Premiership window ajar. <laughs> what does that mean? Slightly ajar. Slightly open. Yeah, so you're saying. I'm saying, yes. No, i not this year. It's a job. Yeah, to me, it's just someone's opening it. Yeah. Uh, it was closed Last year, I honestly thought it, it was one of those things if everything if Jobs are staying healthy. They were my dark horses. So, yes, someone is lifting it up. Someone's about to lift it up. Yeah, for sure. But they can't Again, it. like, I think that it's a very hard argument to win against a in this market that we're in in the Australian league market the Sharks last year were 10 and ten, nine 9 and yeah. 9 and 8 with Johnson playing incredible they were like the way that he was using Katoa and and Papa yeah. Kennedy he was combining with Moyland, he was getting that ball off right under he, under of Tracy. he was killing it he gets injured they lose 4 straight they miss the 8 it's not fucking rocket science yeah. like the year before that he was basically the day of the end Yep. Got injured, and they may have just hung on there and lost to the Raiders in Canberra. Yep. The Sharks. Who's playing seven with Nico Hunt? Is it Moylan? Is it Trindle? Is it Metcalf Who the Warriors are actually? Yeah, scoring? I go. Well, I play Trindle every other week. All right, but McCaff was good, do better. I just. I one. have a three apartment condo on Moylan Island, and I've always been on. <laughs> I've always liked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've always liked more than when he was there. I feel like I, I feel like I adored it. when he was at Bowl's fullback. I was the one calling from Peter. Do the know his brother or something? Nah, who does? No. I made him one hooked up with his missus though. No. I won't name. Him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got here is a note. Does the four pack scare anyone? So if the feeder's not there, yes. No, oh. no, hang on. If the feeder's not there, Craigie, uh, Royce. The starting full pack, right? You can bring all these guys off the bench. But let's just go to the sharks here, okay? I think we took we basically talked ourselves into this when we were um we were doing a pre show. Um but we have got a full pack starting off. Fafita Brayley, Rudolph, Teg, White and Wilton, Nakora, and Fiduca. Where Jack Williams? He's just but then we went to the bench and we had Brandon Hamlin, Ueli, Royce Hunt, and Ceo Sefer, Talakai. Fuck me. With no Brandon, Brandon General Franklin Pele, Did you see him? Look, <laughs> oh, that is a... Wow. Well, I have the Sharks on eighth spot. And if you seen the new stadium, like right this is what we need to do about be. They're back. Ah, Shark ah. What is it? Like, that was just not me. in by a Cold It was disgusting. The Sharks, for me, have a high, they can, they can move a bit. Comes down to the pairing still with Nico Hines. I think Nico Hines is one of the brightest young players in our game. I think he's going to be the guy that leads the storm and gets better. Like Larry. don't But, you know, I like that. We don't know. We can't, keep. one way to say, yeah. we can't judge trials, but geez, we're what? Six days away, we really, are. We're going to see him this play. I it? saw him playing half that first receiver in the Indigenous game. I loved everything. Yeah, yeah. I think that he is a smart he's good, player. He's, he's a good. footballer. He's a he's a footballer. And I mean, we're just going to find the right combination. They've got Moylan, who's not going to finish half a season. So you've got Trindle, Tracy, and Metcalfe to choose from. They've got a yeah, few they options. They do that, yeah, And they've got yeah, a ball-playing yeah. fullback as well. And Kennedy, well Tracy's a ball player. You you do not want to be playing the Sharks in the first round of the play. Because... Fitzgibbon will have them yeah, of yeah, them. He's got them believing. Yeah, I know. No. And it's... The, I don't know, like, the area. Now, with the whole uh, entertainment district they've got around this... They're the, the big biggest big team big. in the shop. They're the biggest team in the South. Aren't they? Oh. No, <laughs> one one no, not Where do you have them? Yeah. I have them eighth. the 8th. Oh, ninth. Ninth? oh but, I mean, this is. Just... Do you want to revise that? Yeah, well, you don't need just, to make any 8th. We've talked our way. We, uh, well, do you want to... Oh, well, you can change this. It's a, it's a free flowing show. Uh no, I can't we can't get rid of the wrong Should I know who I've been? It's just to take a move. Okay. Where to go again before you next bear. Okay? I'll just finish my way to go when it quickly whiz through the next one. Because I I I don't think there's a huge um this one doesn't take a rocket science to work out who this team is. They are who they are every year. They're on the, of the fringe of the A. They're going to be up and down. They're going to do fucking some great things some days, and they're going to do some horrible things. They are the Gold Coast Titans. Isaac Liu, Paul Turner, Will Smith, a personal favourite of yours. Yeah. Out of the side, Tyrone Pecci, Jamal Fogarty, Ash Taylor, their halves combination. Mitch and Nine, they're losing their spine. Anthony Don, one of the greatest Titans of all time. Yeah. I, put Titan, I put Don up there with Kevin Gordon and David Mead. Yeah. And well, William Zip, And Brad Myers yeah. and, and Anthony Frenchie. Matt Rogers, Preston Campbell, oh, Nathan Bailey. Friends, Luke Bailey. Anthony Minicho. Brother, Brother of Minicho. Matt Peterson. No, no, the other center. Graham? Phil Graham? Ashley uh, Graham. Ashley Graham. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cowboy. But was a, who was that uh, a stocky guy? Uh, Gabby Cooper. Gabby Cooper. <laughs> 2021, they were eighth. They had a last round thrashing of the Warriors to make the eight. They were ten and fourteen. Though. It was the it worst was right. eight we ever saw. The worst eight. Streak. They were shit. But they lost the last minute semifinals to the Roosters. The Pat Herbert game. know. Oh, oh, no. and Pat Herbert his next game. He made yeah. up for it. He made up for, for it. a The talent that this team has, it's not about the talent. And does Herbert step up this year? It's never been about the talent for the, for, for the Titans of the last couple. Brimson, Fafita, Tino, Campbell, Liu. I really like both of them. Porto Waco, Proctor, Sexton. I've got... John. Nathan Jonathan. Nathan man. Aaron Clark. I don't mind him. Jared Wallace. Sam Lassone. The window I've got open. The window's open for them. It's like cutting a fucking... Cutting out a sash at a regional fair. We've officially declared the Gold Coast Titans Premiership windows open. But who's the number seven going to win there at Godkamp? At the moment, this is my biggest issue when I've got the notes here. Sexton, Toby Sexton. Is he he good? Because he he showed real signs last year, but they brought back back the nation. For me, their best player over the last two years, Far and away, their best uh, player has been AJ Edwards. Now they have, they have, they he, he was a manufactured fullback. He was always a half. They brought him back to fullback, and he showed me things I never knew he was capable of that. He was fucking amazing. He played well for that um, the Queensland Nationals team. Yeah, <laughs> he was fantastic. Now that bringing him back to play in the last, of which he was never successful, but Brimson was a bit of a laugh. You know, he reminded me of who's that? Um, that six that got injured quite a lot that had um uh LG. Oh you might have K and yeah. mom, okay, the up Another yeah, Gold yeah. Coast half or the guy that ended up yeah, um, yeah. the guy who made it tap in 16. Yeah, uh Jordan Rankin. Jordan Rankin. Rankin. LG. Brimson. You had this yeah, fucking nervous yeah, yeah, yeah. row of promising Gold Coast halves. And I thought uh, we I thought yeah, we'd never yeah. see Brimson again. Comes back as a fullback. He was fucking incredible. His his return his kick returns. I haven't seen those since Carnival Hunt Ooh. and Darius Boyd. They were fucking amazing. Pong is a coward, like but. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, JD Campbell comes in, son of Preston, has a few good games, and people go bonkers for him. I would not be picking him ahead of Brimson. I would be putting him on the bench oh, yeah. as a bit of a like, come on and do something. Yeah. I admit, he did stuff. He came on, impressed. Brimson in the halves now, Sexton plus Aaron Clark at nine, like, all of a sudden, your spine is... Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The window's open. Well, as a club... The window's open, got a fly, a club, so it's got a fly screen. As, in this. as a club, you've got so much forward talent in Tino, Fafida, Firma, Fodawaka, Proctor, Isaac Liu. Like, that has to open it. But then you've got real enigmatic players like Herbert Kelly, Corey Thompson, Philip Sammy. It's just, it's just too much. It's a classic... For me, how, how do you miss out on feed Feeder? Will anyone ever again? I just, I just, he's the brown than Taylor, as you say. I call him the brown Coltrane it's for a reason. I just think he's going to be one of those guys that never fulfills his talent. Tino's the captain this year. For me, a slow start because they're going to adjust on a new six, seven, nine, and one now. They're going to be the tortoise. We talked okay. about tortoise before. Yeah. I think this is the junior tortoise. Brimson to six, he was so good at one. I just can't see that that working. There's too much movement in a team that almost beat the Roosters in the fucking first round of the playoffs. was yes, I mean, there was a very injury injury Roosters, let's be honest. Right? Top eight, they're paying 2 dollars fifteen. They are mm-hmm. the eighth-ranked side by the table. Um, yeah, I have them finishing ninth. They're the new Tigers for me. They are. them um, 11th. But yeah, I mean, we need to find a time to spend these You've got awesome. one, haven't you? Got one, yeah. One. If he leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part of me. Ooh. And if league leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part of me. Ooh, no, Roger, please don't go. Ooh, no, I just want you to play.